Well, Giggins, delighted to be joined here this afternoon in Elstwick Park in Brighton, the home of the Victorian Amateur Football Association. We're just after watching three brilliant games today, um, two international rules matches and a hurling match. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic day. It's 16th of March, the whole Irish community here in Melbourne is kicking off. Um, the St. Patrick's Day celebrationary weekends. And we've had three games. We've had Munster versus the rest of Ireland in hurling. We've had uh, Ireland pretty much versus Australia in the ladies' football, in the compromise rules, and we've had Ireland versus Australia in the men's football as well. Yeah, and it's win for Munster in the first game in the hurling giggles. Munster uh, hurling remains dominant uh, as per expectations. You're not happy about that one, Liam? No, look, it was a, it was a good old rattle, though. It was great playing with all the different players from all the different clubs today on an absolute beautiful surface, has to be said, like yeah. a carpet. So we're kind of... For anyone listening, we're here in Elsternwick in Melbourne and it's probably about five minute drive from where most Irish people live in St Kilda or the surrounding areas. And we've just got to play in a fantastic pitch, um, pristine condition. And, and it's just kind of, everybody's kind of here talking about the opportunity of perhaps maybe playing more games here, closer to the city. And what was even better, I guess, then was the Australian community coming out and ex experiencing Gaelic football, compromise rules and hurling all in the one day. And they were loving it. Yeah, no, it was something really special today. Um, we've, got, we've got Connor, oh, Con Connor Dorman. Connor Dorman coming over here for, to have a chat with us. One second there, turn on his mic. JR Connor. How are things, lads? Thanks, Connor. Connor, you're very welcome to the big win there. Yeah, yeah, to be fair, it's a bit of crack, but as soon as you start playing, it gets serious and uh, nice to win it. Yeah. It did get like, how did you find the whole hit after the rugby tackle and then the hitting? It's hard to hold your temperament in that yeah. kind of environment, isn't it? Well, I suppose I played it once or twice at home, so it wasn't the first time. And it's actually not the rugby tackle that caught me. It was that you pass it off and they have one second that they can still kind of shoulder you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, hand pass the ball off. Next thing I get a belt and I'm turning around saying, Jesus, what's going on here? Like, and I suppose I asked the fella and he said, that's kind of what happens over here. And I suppose I, I was expecting the physicality, so didn't bother me that much it was good but you were you were seven points down with about seven minutes to play and it was looking good what turned the feet? yeah I think we kind of just took a few risks I found I was on my own or maybe with one or two other fellas at the back and they had probably three or four up and they maybe didn't play it as well as they could have and we stopped kind of hoofing the ball and played it a bit played it a bit better I suppose and then took our points which should have been doing it all day really Connor, there was a serious pace to it there for the full four quarters though, in that heat. How did it differ to the pace in getting football matches that you've played out in Australia so far? Um, I suppose for me, I was in fullback and I haven't <laughs> played there since I was minor 21, so I didn't come off it off the whole game and you wouldn't know I was playing a match really just because it's not that tiring, it's just about contesting, but around the middle, I feel bad for those fellas, right? Probably take, it takes a lot out of those fellas. The game is quick, but then there is times when the game stops and slows down, so... I would say it's definitely harder, but uh, not not substantially harder. Connor, you you played inter-county football now with Cork yourself, and we're seeing a lot of the um, interesting rules, I guess, being introduced in the league that are similar to AFL with the offensive mark and all this kind of stuff. What, what are your views on the whole new rules back home in the game of football? Definitely the mark rule, I think, is a good idea. Uh, I think it should reward long passing and good catching, good fielding. Um, the other few rules, I suppose, are not completely up to date with them because they hadn't been at home when they were but I know people are kind of giving out about them they have to kick it so far and 
to the rules. But look, I think let them try it, see how it goes. The one thing I would say is it's in for the whole league, it's not in for the championship. That's just backwards altogether. That's true, that's very true, actually. You'll have, you'll have teams taking the offensive yeah. mark in a league match, but then when they go to play, if Cork are playing Tipperary or Kerry in the first round of the league, yeah. it doesn't make a difference because they can't use it. Yeah, for instance, you're thinking of Kerry here, they're playing Tommy Walsh, maybe they're saying, we'll kick it long, he can win the ball, he's winning marks. Comes to championship, is he now null and void, or do they have to find a new role for him? Because maybe that offensive mark isn't there, maybe that's what he's good at, you know? Yeah. So in terms of the compromise rules out here, the Aussies were up for it, you were up for it, obviously. What was your thoughts on the overall game? I, I love it. To be fair, I think it's a bit better than the football. I, I really enjoyed the sevens two or three weeks ago. It's just a lot quicker. It's less, you know, defensive, just hard slog, ru- like running. There's more, well, I suppose, there's plenty of running, but it's different kind of running. You, you're coming off, you're uh, going back on, and it's just a lot more enjoyable, a lot quicker. Gaelic football has gone fairly poor. You know, I don't really enjoy playing it, overly playing it that much anymore. Uh, but definitely, since I come over here, Football is just enjoyable again between the sevens, the odds rules, and coming league and championship. That's great. And, and we've got a hurling team in Gary Owen as well, you know that, Connor. Yeah, you're aware of that. <laughs> I, I'm aware of that, but uh, <laughs> I let them play with their small balls. <laughs> That's great. Thanks very much, Connor, for having a chat with No matter, lads. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Connor. I met a strange lady, she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said, do you come from a land down under? Where women go and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover Great to have Conor over having a chat with Stair Giggles It's interesting he's enjoying his football again Obviously, Cork have gone through a tough time in recent in recent years in football, but so I think in my own experience when I came over here to Australia and I was kind of fed up with hurling at home, just because I guess they take it so seriously and everything. It's gone professional at home, even at the club level. Whereas you come, you could hear Connor the enjoyment was coming back to him. You come to Australia, you have your few pints on a night out. You don't have to take it too serious. Your train Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's very competitive, but it's not gone to the stage where it's life or death which maybe kind of conceived sometimes at home and the same Aaron Cunningham when we spoke to him up in Sydney he said the exact same thing when he came out here he had no interest in playing whatsoever yeah. got right back in and absolutely loving and enjoying it today and was playing in goal today yeah. for, uh, for Munster hopefully he can play in goal for the rest of the year for us home so we'll enjoy that as well well I tell you if David Fitz is looking for a goalie he, he pulled off some fantastic saves today in fairness Aaron didn't he yeah he did there were some good forwards taking shots at him too <laughs> um no, look, I think look, all around this is just what it should be all about in Australia, that the Irish and Australia come together. We have a sport in the Gaelic football and AFL that is so close. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like this, people give out about the compromise rules so many different times. But today, seeing two amateur teams play in both codes, men's and ladies, that's what it's all about. Yeah. And you had, like you said, the Aussies and the Irish here together, St. Patrick's weekend. What a brilliant celebration of both cultures. And I think, I think Irish people are enjoying it, but... Irish people tend to enjoy it anyway in the same parts weekend, but what you can actually really see is the Australians are absolutely over the moon with how the day went today. They've come out here, there's been drink flowing, there's been great sports, there's been great crack had, and there's been three fantastic games, and everybody who's here really appreciated the skill levels on, on all three games today. Yeah. All right, guys, we take a quick break and we'll be back in a sec.
Johnny's up getting caught twice on it. Same fucking Brian McGuire caught twice. Quicker with the ball. Rory, kick into, into, make sure we're kicking someone out, lads. We can't be just kicking loose fucking ball. So we're giving it into fucking angles into them. Alan got thrown out of there again. Somebody needs to come in and help them underneath to break a ball, lads. Because we're going, to get, we're going down with the wind this time, we're going to give more balls inside, so Matthew will do a lot more running around the little inside thing. When he got the ball, he was able to take them on. So that's what we need to be hitting. We need to be hitting Marky in around that area. And Alan that come in around underneath him, lads, okay? The kickouts, right? The kickouts, that's where, that's where the contestant ball is going, okay? So we need to be underneath that. Either you're, you're pulling out and you're getting the ball in the contestant, that's what I asked you to do. But then you need to pull back in on your man as well again, okay? When we're going for the contested ball, between we've got big lads going there, Wheelow, Addy, Owen, one lad needs to call, they're the main lad go. The back lad always calls us. The back lad calls, the other boys come in underneath him, they know what they need to do with the ball, okay? Joined here by Keith Kavanagh, successful winning manager in the inaugural VAFA against Victorian GA International Rules Series. Keith, you're, you're in trouble there at half time. In trouble in the last quarter, but you rally well. What a great victory. Congratulations. Thanks very much, Liam. Yeah, um, we, um, it did look like in the in the third quarter we were under pressure, and uh, I didn't think the lads were going to fight back. We got um, a big long ball came in, and one of our lads got thrown out of the way, and they got a goal. We got a point straight afterwards. And uh, put us under a lot of pressure, and I thought we were losing a little bit of momentum. But the lads gathered strong. I think the momentum torn. Then we got a hole in the midfield in that quarter, going against the wheel, against the winds, and um, we picked it up and got ourselves back in contention going into the last quarter, which was good. And then it was kind of a, it was a fight in that quarter, but we have seen it over the line anyway. Well, Keith, it was interesting there. Your your team talk going into the last quarter was focusing on hitting the small punt passes, the 15-yard pass, the 20-yard pass, into the small boys in the corners. And it, that's what ended up winning for you in the end. Mm, yeah. Kind of a bit of a tactical genius, are you? Uh, I wouldn't say that now, all right. I'm just, I'm looking at these hurling guys and trying to get a little bit of information off them and i just put it into my game then. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it was, uh, we tried to do that in the second quarter and um, we didn't we didn't pull it off. And in the, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, that's what we've done, and we've we seen a home. Well, Keith, we were just talking to Conor Darwin there, we are talking to Giggles, and we are just saying, what an amazing day to be down here. You know, at the home of amateur Aussie rules here in Victoria, welcoming us in to play a compromise rules game and a game in Hurling within five kilometres of the city centre. What a special day. It's pretty it's pretty amazing, all right, Liam, um, I have to say. We're so close to the city. Um, look at that there. That was just like a pill table, snooker table out there. Um, the grounds, the view... The surroundings that we have around here is amazing. It's, it's a pity that we that we can't organise something like that for our games in around here. Hopefully, like in the future, something like that can happen. But um, you, you always look on the bright side and think of these stuff. But um, yeah, it's one for the long finger. But at the minute, I tell you, Joe. It does. You got the feeling though that today, especially from the hurlers, right? Because we were in our rooms ourselves. The commentary after the game, right? It was a great game of hurling. But everyone's like, "Jesus, this is brilliant!" I got an Uber five minutes up the road. The pitch is surface is a top class. I'd love to be playing here every week instead of going out to Keysborough. But anyway, oh, you'd, you'd, you'd love this. It. It's amazing. I'm an opinion that I wasn't playing myself. Oh, I'd love to go out there and play. It feels like 
Crow Park out there. That surface is immaculate to play on. It is, yeah. Proper game of football, close to the city, man. The, the population that we have in an Irish contingency, if we had this around and around the city, man, um, it'd do well for the game, man. It would promote the game even well, even better around, around these tight quarters. But um, financially as well, I think it'd be, it'd be a big stepping stone for GAA in, in general. But um, here's to the future, I suppose. Today, today's match now, I, I don't know, I have to hand it out to man of the match yet, but who, who would you have given man of the match to today? Oh, do you know what? I, there's a few guys, you know, kind of way. Um, Owen O'Connor in, in the midfield, in the rook, man, fought all day hard, yeah? He's the big Wolf Tones guy with the long big, hair, is big he? Big Wolf yeah. Tones guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a Macklin, you know what I mean? Third quarter, he went down with his little head, he, he made a mistake, and he knew he made a mistake, but he bet himself up for a few minutes, but after, after that, he turned the corner and he fought hard to the end. You know, your man McKenna um, from the half-back, Tommy Collins as well. Addy done a lot of stuff in the midfield as well. Won a lot of important ball come the last quarter. It was competitive going into that last quarter. And that's, that's what makes the games, you know what I mean? The last quarter, still everyone fighting for something. We were seven points down. And um, we knew the game was still in the melting pot. We had a little um, wing coming down, coming down the, the, into the fourth quarter. Um, Catlin, our key forwards, Marky and Cattle, the little small guys, got on the ball and did the damage. And that's what got us over the line. Key, a big thing, key for me looking on today now, you've, you've managed intermediates to the state title back in October. You've managed the inaugural international rules team to the first title here today. There was a lot of VAFA coaches looking on here. Managed Pierce's in the championship last year as well. Managed Pierce's in the championship we won't last year as well. That one. He enjoyed that one. So, Keith, like. We might get abused for that ourselves, Lee, for bringing that up. Your hot, pro- <laughs> your hot property at the moment in the management game in Victoria. Fuck <laughs> off. Do you think? Do you think there's going to be a job for you potentially going forward, even into Aussie rules? And like, because I know I was speaking to your wife this morning that you had getting get, get the, get the magnets ready for the match board this morning, yeah. the different colours, the preparation you put into this. But you, you got your award. What's the future for Keith Kevin in management? <laughs> the future is Gaelic football. That's what the future yeah. is. Um, that's what the enjoyment is. The enjoyment is about our game, nothing else but our game. The GAA is what we love and what we fight for, and it's what I always believe in, and I'll, and I'll always follow it. Sometimes you want to walk away because some things get annoying and at committee levels and stuff like that. But um, nah, GAA is bigger than that. It's a community feel, and we're not going to walk away from stuff like that. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need, it galvanises you and make your fight stronger and harder, and that's what we do. The GAA is going to win out all the time, no matter what you put summer blocks you're putting away. The GAA always comes fighting, and that's what we'll do. Last question before you go away, Keith. Five in a row, you're going to do it. Oh, 100%. What? Five in a row for the dubs. Hundred percent. It's not. It's not even that. You're not going to wait with the five in a row. We want competition. You're not going to wait, and everyone wants competition. That's what it's about. I hope we see Kerry come hard this year, and we see Tyrone getting a little bit back into it. But I can only see past. Can't see past Kerry coming and giving us a giving us a five for it. Um, other than that, I'd say we'll take it home. Key, okay, thanks very much for giving us your time and enjoy the celebrations. The best of luck with your future. Thanks very much, John and Liam. Yeah, take care. Keith. In one single moment, your whole life can turn round. Stand there for a minute, staring straight into the ground. Things were just going through my head, you know, and, and because I like, you know, I don't want to leave the people of Warford down, you know, because they're my life, you know. People of Warford are my life, you know, and I, I, I love, I love, I love my county, you know. We love John Dry your eyes, mate. I know it's hard to take, but her mind has been made up. There's plenty more fish in the sea. Delighted to join here by Barry Cox, successful manager of the, the first inaugural Victorian Ladies VAFA and Gaelic Football Competition. How did it go today, Barry? Fantastic today, fantastic. It was uh, The girls were buzzed up, um, great atmosphere uh, coming up to the game. 
the last week and a half, we've we've had a, we've had a few sessions. They've they've picked up the uh, the tackling and the skills really well, and just generally really enjoyed it. Uh, we, we've had um, that last quarter was a bit touch and go though. The, the, the butterflies in the stomach are really coming out for the for the the, the uh, Baffert side really learn how to deal with our long ball and defend against it. And they cut they cut the scores back a little bit, but our girls then started to take them on in the last the last ten minutes and pulled away a little bit there. But touch and go for a while. Um, so we're glad to be across the line and the and win the first the first international rules. And do you think Barry, this is something you could see happening again? Just seeing the girls here on both sides absolutely buzzing after the game it was great you're all in together there at the end in the huddle of both both teams but it was actually a really great standard considering international rules is always tough because it's it's a new thing for both teams yeah you just don't get that time like you have in Gaelic because of the tackle um, and the girls did really well their kicking was excellent their catching was excellent and they, they took on the tackle really well but I mean for anyone that that's not here today I mean to describe it you look around um, you know there's 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 easily a thousand people at least here today um, there's probably two two hundred in across the across the six teams at least. Um, the buzz, the atmosphere. You know, we're right in right in the middle of Melbourne here in Elsternwick. Um, great weather, great facilities by Vafa. Um, you, you know, you'd lo- you'd love this every every week if you could get it. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Barry. Thanks for talking to us. Cheers. Thanks. Delighted to be joined by Karen and Claudia here, two stars of the Victorian ladies football team here today. Great win, girls, against the Vafa selection. Thanks very much. We're delighted. Um, we had a great performance and we beat those girls. <laughs> it was a really good game though. They got within a point of view there with five minutes to go. How did you find it with the pressure on the last few minutes? <laughs> it was very tough, but we came back and we won it. Good stuff, Karen. Thanks very much, Karen. Thanks for all the good stuff. <laughs> Delighted to be joined here by Carl Walsh, President of the Irish Australian Chamber of Commerce. Obviously, Carl, a bumper weekend for yourself with the lunch yesterday inside Docklands, and then out here today hosting again. You couldn't be prouder of how today has gone off, I'd say. No, I couldn't be happier. And uh, you two lads had a lot to do with it. Not only your physical support, but your moral support, getting the hurling game organised. The first time hurling was ever played at Elstonwick Park. You made history, and uh, John and yourself were very active in that, so that was a great start to the day. It was now. It, it was a good game. Munster hurling came through, and you, you were supporting for us, Carol, uh, this morning. Absolutely, Munster always comes through. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Uh, Clare and Waterford, Limerick, Cork, the whole lot together. Yeah. Tipperary even. And we even had a Kerry man come on and score a point. Oh well, that's that's what you want, you know. <laughs> was something special today about how the Carol Law seen. Obviously, Vafar, the Victorian Amateur Football Association, and the Gaelic Athletic Association being an amateur organisation as well, um, and seeing the support from the people at the Victorian Amateur Football Association for the event and for the hurling and for the, and the Gaelic football. It just shows what can be done when the two communities come together and there is such strong links between the two countries. Um, that that really came true to me today. Yeah, it did. I mean, I mean, not to get too deep and meaningful, but when you see what happened in New Zealand yesterday, which is all about uh, the opposite of inclusion and the opposite of understanding and tolerance, Actually, this is all about inclusion and tolerance and understanding and welcoming people, not just from an Australian or Irish background, but of all backgrounds, which is what the modern GA actually represents in Ireland and indeed for in most of the world. 
So this is more than just a game or a series of games or international rules. This is about inclusion and working together, making new friends, making new contacts. It's all positive. If, if only everyone opened their mind to it. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's huge opportunity here from talking to all the players from playing the Gaelic football, playing the hurling, playing the ladies football. They'd love to be down here playing more games. And myself and John have talked about it as well. Like, what an amazing venue, amazing location. And just to play on an elite level surface. Like, we come from home, we're used to playing on, on, on great pitches and great facilities. And to see that there again today, it was just something really special. You're absolutely right, Liam. And uh, our players, our women, first of all, and our men, uh, deserve the best facilities. Back in my home club in Clare, a town of less than a thousand people, we have an inter-county standard pitch with lights, uh, an astroturf pitch, training pitch and everything. So that is something, by the way, Liam, that we have the capacity and the resources to do. What we need is people in the GA community to unite, to get in behind that because the players, the women and the men and the kids want it. Yeah, I fingers crossed we can see that in the future. Victoria GA has a very bright future ahead especially with its playing base and the people who have energy behind it and are looking to open it up for, to bring the Australian community into the GA because that's what it's all about. We want to grow our games and what an advertisement for that today. We want Australians playing Gaelic football, playing ladies football, kids of all denominations and races coming down and playing our games. You're absolutely right, Liam. In South Australia last weekend, we went over with the kids and in the two grand finals, the women's final and the men's final, there wasn't a single Irish-born person playing. They were all Australians. Why? Because they play their season in the summer, which doesn't clash with the AFL. That's a great opportunity for us here. We could run a winter league and a summer league and have so many Australian girls, women, boys and men playing our games and enjoying playing our games. I think it's brilliant. We, we, we have a guy playing full forward for us today, Michael Harding. I'll, I'll do my best Tipperary accent now in a minute, but he goes to me. He goes to me, Jesus Giggles, who's your man number 13 there for you? Is he Australian? So we've got Jackson Johnson, who came down playing hurling with Gary Owen when he was 16 years of age. Now he's about 26. And he's the fastest player we have. Left and right, first touch, great in the air. Fantastic hurler and purely Australian. So I think he's the only Australian hurler that I've ever, I've ever come across. But the skill level and the ability that he has is phenomenal. And Mick, uh, the Tipperary man that I've described, he was shocked by the skill level today. Yeah, well, well uh, even Tipperary people can be shocked from time to time. <laughs> they might be shocked if they were in the All-Ireland next year, but that's another story. But look, Jackson Johnson is a great illustration of what can happen. And, uh, and well told by John. The thing is that we have an Indian girl down in Kids GA playing in, in uh, hurling. She loves the game, loves, plays a bit of football as well, but hurling is her first love, and she never played sport before now. So the, whilst hurling will take a bit longer, and by the way, I come from a football background, but hurling to me is the purest game in the world. And I have no doubt that people will be drawn to a game that is so pure. Now and to infinity, and hurling is just, well, words can't describe its beauty. Fingers crossed, Carl. Thanks very much for of Chalmers, and well done on a, on a great day yesterday for the, for the Chamber, and also a great day today. Thanks, gentlemen, and thanks for your support. Great day you. today, Carl. Thanks, Carl. I talk to God as much as I talk to Satan cause I want to hear both sides Does that make me cynical? There are no miracles and this is no miraculous life I savor hate as much as I crave love because I'm just a twisted guy is this the pinnacle? Is this the pinnacle? The pinnacle of being alive? Now I see the light. We are going well, lads. But, lads, 
bring the bit of fucking government into your play the next day now on the tigerish play. The discipline, the tightness, the, 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 the rough and tumble stuff all around the middle of the field, the fucking breaking ball, and a grain of rice is going to tip the scale. Just remember that, lads. A grain of rice will tip the scale. But you'll have to get steely tough upstairs, and you must be willing to fucking break your gut. You were fucked over the line twice. Fucked over the line like you'd catch a fucking loaf of bread and fucked you over the line with his shorts up. And what that does is, it lifts the opposition. We don't want to see no Westmeath man fucked about. Is that clear now, Alan? No more. You'll have to be closer. Closer to fuck. We'll have to fucking crash into these fellas and test out their fucking pulse. Because I'm telling you, lads, these fellas that play good football if they're alone. Give me one fucking guarantee, each and every one of you, that you're going to be tighter, that you're going to be more disciplined, that you're going to be more tigerish, and that you're going to take the fucking game to these fellas. That these fellas will get such a fucking shell shock next Saturday evening that we'll put them back in their fucking asses for fucking ten years. Delighted to be joined here by Dave Kinsler, the co-coach of the Victorian Amateur Football Association International Rules selection today. Dave, you came out in the end, um, lost by a couple of points, but it was an absolutely fantastic game. How, what did you make of it today? Yeah, look, it was, uh, it was a really good contest and uh, played in the right spirit by both teams. Uh, I thought the back were really good. We, uh, we only come together on Wednesday for the first time and um, the boys got the round ball <laughs> sort of sorted over the last couple of days. Um, but your, your guys' ability just to, to run the game out um, and, and use the skill of the round ball was, was telling in the end. Um, Dave, obviously being down here, this is your home ground here in Elstrick Park. Huge honour for the Irish to be here today to get to play on your ground. Um, do you see a future of potentially more games down here and especially more collaboration between both courts? Yeah, look, I think it was a great day um, for, the first, for the first inaugural day. Um, there's definitely got legs for the future. Um, we'd like to play this every year, I think, and I think it'll get bigger and bigger. Yeah, and Dave, obviously, they've had a tour Ireland um, for they have a good history there going over. Have you been part of those tours in the past? No, I haven't, but I'm, um, I'm hoping to get on this one uh, in October, <laughs> so if you can put in any good words for me, that would be great. Have you been practising drinking your Guinness? Yeah, I've been to Ireland before, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. But Dave, just, yeah, just on that tour itself, how does that come to be? Okay, so... We have a big thing in, uh, we're obviously an amateur association and, and it's very hard to, to keep players involved that they could get a lot of money elsewhere. Um, in Victoria, they, they play a lot of money for, for good footballers in, in different different leagues. Um, and for an incentive for, for our players to stay in the competition, we offer this trip. So it's just something to keep them involved in amateur sport rather than going to play for money somewhere else. So um, And the boys love it. Every, everything I've heard from from uh, feedback from the trip so far, they, they, they just love it. Dave, would you would you have been around when um, AFL, VFL kind of went from the fully amateur days into the professional area? And kind of how how have you seen that play out on the game as a totality? Given you're involved with the amateurs at the moment. Um, look, it, it's 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 just hard to keep um, the sport, uh, I suppose, pure. Yeah. Um, the best thing about the amateur competition is is everyone comes because they're mates and they play good sport because good sport they're mates. Um, whereas the other competitions, there's a lot of guys who are just going for money and aren't enjoying the sport as much as they should, but they're getting the money. And it's hard for an 18 to 25 year old who's maybe working a not so great a job to, to turn down 5,000, or sorry, you know, 5,000 a year or 
10,000 a year to play in a local competition. It's, it's really tough. And that's, that's what we see in hurling. So obviously all Gaelic football and hurling, even at the highest level, is all amateur at the moment. And there's been calls for the change to pay these guys, especially at the elite level. But it definitely creates a barrier between the elite and the non-elite. Yeah, look, I've played a little bit of both. I've mainly played amateur sport amateur football but I've played as a professional as well and the, the camaraderie you get from amateur sport yeah. is far greater than you, what, what I got from when I played for a professional, for a professional team. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed playing amateur sport because you know everyone's there for the right reason. Yeah and I think that's what's so interesting about that as well is that the VAFA and the GEA are both amateur organisations so there is that synergy between the two and seeing that here today the inaugural game and the ladies game was a fantastic game of, of game of football as well and we were just saying to Giggles the international rules gets gets a bit of abuse sometimes saying oh it's a bit of a crap game blah blah they were two fantastic games of football today yeah and you can tell that they're amateur they're amateur sports when they're here for the right reason the camaraderie between your boys even though they came together briefly as well as yeah, us yeah, yeah. you can see that there is camaraderie between your team um, and I think that's the beautiful thing about sport you know it's about building relationships rather than building your bank account thanks very much Dave for having a chat Best no worries thank you guys I hope you get to go on the tour yeah I hope so too nice <laughs> to meet you both thank yeah. you very much Doing just once would be enough For those who've lost in life For love, for those who've lost their God Look what it means to the fans and to the players Paddy Andrews in there to celebrate But once again, defeat is Mayo's lot Stephen Rochford and his team gave it absolutely everything Luck just wasn't on their side at the very end of all of that but it's Dublin who are the champions. It's a record of achievement that must be acknowledged. Final score, Dublin 117, Mayo 116. Alright Giggles, we're coming to the end of the day here. We've had an amazing day. You, myself and yourself, we've been here for seven hours now at this stage. And I'm going to pull one on you here now, Liam Early. You do this to me and Shawnee the whole time, where you pull out your tweets and you've got all the things, but you were smothered with a call last week when we did the podcast, and I, I've got a, a, a message in from my good friend of mine, Matty Pender, first time listener actually, he said to me, well, I just listened to the podcast there for the first time. Very good in fairness, love the stories about this more, they're great. But tell that other fella to blow his nose. The sound of him is terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was absolutely smothered in Giggs' house the other night. It was shocking. I was in bits, wasn't I? No you fair. are, you are, you are, you are. It's like a pro, though, I kept on going. Thanks very much for that message, Marty. Yeah, hopefully I'm sounding a bit better today. But Giggs, what a day today, though. I know we've talked at length about it and everyone was sing singing everyone's praises, but it's just kind of be on a bit of a buzz here as an Irish person down here today. 10,000 miles from home, but you're surrounded by Irish and Australians just loving sport and loving each other's company. Yeah. It's look. It's fantastic. We've probably talked to the dead at this stage about the community here with the Australians and the Irish today. The Aussies are going to kick in and they're going to see what a real Paddy's Day is we get, weekend is about when, when they're with us today. But um, absolutely fantastic day. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, Kings, we finish up here today. Today's show is brought to you in association with Needs International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit onneeds.com for all the latest offers. Have a good one and a good Paddy's weekend.